revolution means that the abuses and excesses of the violent, reactionary, and disruptive minority has to be crushed so that the majority interest can prevail. You must be clear here, not confused. I'm a socialist. There's a lot of America that belongs to me yet. You understand? You stick a knife in my back nine inches and pull it out six inches. There's no progress. We said we're not going to fight capitalism with black capitalism, but we're going to fight it with socialism. We're revolutionaries and we fight for principles and there is no compromise. You make an analysis of an oppressed people in any aspect of their life and you leave out the enemy, you will never come to a correct analysis. What you West, what you Europeans did, you just took it. We got to catch up with you. The American capitalist system does not lie some of the time. It lies all of the time. I actually think it's much more about the how and the way that we are coming together and how we are how we interpret that what. Good morning. Sunday morning. Nobody I know who's running for office talks about defunding the police. These aren't leaders. These are puppets and clowns. We're going to fight their reaction with all those people to get together and have an international post and revolution. Right on. Right on. America always says they are democratic. Lies! That is a lie! They have never been democratic with native people. They have never been democratic with Indians. They have never been democratic with Hawaiians. You're not On the West Coast, where 200 inches of rain falls every year, there is drought. Hello. Hello. How are you doing? I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm doing all right lately. Um, you know, uh, just trying to, uh, I don't know, uh, trying to live, you know, <laughs> trying to navigate this hell world we find ourselves in. Um, and yeah, it's uh, interesting what kind of like, conversational directions we've been headed down of late um one of them i've found is that uh people seem to be very much in favor of a no-fly zone in ukraine uh there's also um more diaspora wars happening among uh black like african and african-american and african-canadian and uk and all kinds of communities uh so it seems like um you know the way that we've progressed in the last, say, three weeks, uh, whereas I thought there might be some sort of, like, call to action or move towards some semblance of solidarity, has more turned towards people being exactly the way they are, except much more so. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, you know, it'd be like that sometimes. How are you, Kieran? Yeah. I- <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There, yeah, there are sometimes... Uh, uh, decades where nothing happens and weeks where decades happen. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I definitely something. Yeah. Should, like... <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, the shit is uh, the shit is exhausting. Uh, it's it's, re- it's really funny too because like I was invited to. I know that this doesn't really have a lot to do with anything, but I'll explain in a second. So uh, Brianna Joy Gray invited me to drop by her show tonight, uh, and Thursdays can be pretty hectic for me. So there's like there's our show, but then I also have the show unredacted with Glenn at uh, 4:30 Eastern. And then I have the show with uh, T, uh, Media Masochists, usually at about like 9.15, 9.30 East. Um, but Brianna Joy Gray asked me to hop on her show at 7.30. I'm like, okay, well, I've got a bit of a gap. I can I come through for a bit. 
Um, but she asked me like, okay, so there's going to be like X, Y, X person, Y person and Z person on the show. Um, it's hard for me to keep up with, uh, you know, who might have beef with who, um, not sure if there are any issues you have with anybody. And I'm like, Brianna, like, I just, I don't, I don't do internet beef. Like, even if there's somebody that I have has like views that I've found like distasteful, if not downright abhorrent, I'm not going to like not be there on the show with them because you organized it uh because they're there it's like if you're my friend and if you ask me to hop on your show like even if there's somebody there that i find detestable i'll go on your show and if they say anything that i find detestable i'll challenge them but yeah just like i said it's it seems like people are just being more them than they were before and the i don't know the them i'm finding is just really ugly like i think the way that people are reacting now is the way that you find people will react in emergency situations. And I gotta say, it's not very encouraging. You know? Yeah. So people kind of assume that it's difficult because I, I understand. Um, whereas those, um, it's not uh, your volume no. went. Re- <laughs> How about this? Is this good enough? Actually, that's better. How about now? But yeah, like I was saying, Yemen, as a matter of fact, um, uh, Harjit Sajan, what Canada is. So, uh, it's, but it's, so I, all right, you got me now. Yeah, gotcha. All right. Um, yeah, the the one thing I've been finding to be like just so disheartening is watching and, and talking to people who aren't on Twitter, who aren't. And I mean, God, there's a cesspool on Twitter, too. But like talking to people in my life who have no idea about like everything that r- led to this instance in Ukraine and seeing how effectively and this is the first time I'm seeing it really this effectively since the 2016 election, um, how the entire media sphere, even on Twitter and other places, is can, can come together to basically create this narrative, push this narrative. That's being picked up by the media sphere in general and being propagated out to all sorts of people who don't have, like Karen said, other sources of information. And so it's, it's really just, you know, it, it reminds me of Rove where Carl Rover, he said, you know, you're reacting to the reality, but we're creating it. And, and that's what it seems like. It seems like a real time e- exercise in creating that reality. And I'm watching it because I'm sitting situated in a position where I can w- watch my feed all day. And I follow different types of people. And I have people who I trust that have different sources of information. I'm watching this narrative being created, excluding all of this information. Um, and it's it's so concerted because almost all sides of the the empire are for this this <laughs> disastrous war i mean like today we we saw peace agreements or peace talks going well yesterday so last night biden immediately authorized 800 million dollars to be spent to send them more killer robots which they weren't sending them before just because it looked like peace talks were going well and that kind of thing isn't even being talked about today in other media. And I've talked to multiple people today about it and they had no idea. And that's just one of those areas where it's so in your face and it's so blatant, but only if you're active in these other types of spaces. What do you guys think? Yeah. I mean, uh, Biden and now that there, I kind of expect that uh, on the one hand is complicated as I don't understand the fact that Russia having that in its that it will not. I I what's happening? Yeah, I'm still here. I'm sorry. I was. Oh no no. Going I'll, out. I'll finish my thought. I was just. I think you cut out well, a little bit there. I don't know. I was saying well, that uh, you know people 
um, they see that the uh, um, ramping up the rhetoric to Ukraine, but I don't think anybody plays because that's supposed to be a ceasefire, and, and I think that yeah. people are, are caught up in the rhetoric of Russia bad, that the only way that they see, the idea that that's casualties are stacking up. Yeah. And, and you can look at, like, the parallels, like you said earlier, and anyone who paid attention to Afghanistan, I mean, our, our policy of the Mujahideen in Afghanistan, the West's policy uh, of arming radicals, is exactly the same stuff that we saw in the run-up to Ukraine. And I have to think that there was some sort of geo geostrategy involved in, in that planning where, you know, they wanted to hamstring Russia because they're worried about the West no longer being the center of capital. And that has to be concerning. And so, you know, we're, right now we got out of the latest arm treaties so that we could circle China with military installations and missile bases. And that has to be a concern for them and why they might be going after Russia first. And, you know, that's not to say that, you know, this this is in any way, like you said, this is all awful. It's all terrible. But, you know, the way that we're seeing almost entirely the the run up or the responsibility of Western politics up until this moment, just being erased from any type of narrative is, I don't know, you know, I expected social media to be better at combating that. Instead, I'm just seeing it rolling right along, right up into the machine of propaganda. Yeah. Did you guys, uh, Margaret Kimball from Blackstone Report, she uh, tweeted yeah. uh, the vi that video of Biden and Shake uh, comes back to the says, wait, did you say, would I call what, what Vladimir Putin says? Yeah. And he says, oh, yes, yes, I would. And then like, like this happens a little. And, and Margaret Kimberly pointed that out in her control of his faculties. Um, and I think that that's pretty apparent. Uh, yeah. So I, I, because he had so much like laws that he has, like, I think though the issue with Biden is that, so yeah. if you ask him how he feels violence, et cetera, cutting himself off and using and barely getting but when you the necessity for policing, he's as clear and succinct as he'll ever be. And I think we're, how he feels about Russia, how he feels about Eastern Europe at all. Uh, Alexander, you like falling down a flight of stairs? Over yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> well, it's all good. Yeah. When you when you ask him about these things, feeling of contempt, he's actually very. Yeah. And, and I do see some decline, though, when you look at. You know, speeches that he gave, not just 2008, but before and the stuff he's saying now, there is definitely some mental decline. But at the same time, his positions have always, like you said, remained the same. So, yeah, I get that. Yeah, I mean, it's not it's, I'm question arises. And I mean, I, I, you know, it's not it's neither Biden. A group of technocrats. Karen, help me out uh, here. I know who you're talking anyway, about. Anyway, yeah. Uh, in combative, she was. Jen Psaki is like the white. Sean Spicer. Uh, yeah, but uh, uh, when about that comes out, she bolts flag attack. And the Jen Psaki or like actual deep. <laughs> no, I mean they're definitely, and and I do think. Why yeah. aren't you? By the way, uh... okay, can you hear me? Yep, I can hear you. Yep. <clears throat> okay, uh, Q, I see your criticism often of white people that aren't like in an organized party, and then I also remember bad faith a couple months ago when you went on there, and uh, you know you were kind of arguing with. Brianna that like she has to read like she's like you know kind of one of those just like floating I'm leftists the, I was more teased Brianna than anything right yeah go ahead yeah right but I, I my my point is or my question is rather 
like what what do you guys suggest is a good jumping off point as far as like literature goes like if you are like i i want to get involved you know what i mean like i'm i'm a you know i was a 2020 bernie guy then i read chomsky then uh rob rousseau led me to you on twitter then you lead me to the culture you know this is this is the the path that i've been pursuing this is my origin story (laughs) this this is my origin story and i'm interested in the next steps like i don't want my hand held but at the same time like i i'm from uh you know suburban northeast ohio and there's like none of this stuff is even being talked about or close to me so like what what would you suggest is a good starting point uh there's you know i also also, i'm not partial to usa and all the PSL, I have Black Lives Revolutionary Party, and also Nationalism. Uh, uh, hey guys, um, yeah. sorry, Vinny, could you mute? Because he was already really low volume. Oh yeah, my bad. Yeah, if you get a... That's that's just roads in Northeast Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so um, uh, become it adds con is that it like either uh, chronologically or contextually because people have to believe that if it happened, um, we can't talk about. Them. But to answer your question, a lot of people, I do. T- and in the, I find the effects on people. I think those are great suggestions. Um, I actually have some of it. I think I, I actually think if you Reading. start with that, yeah, and and a lot of other sheep, I I would say people, but I find that so you know get whatever. I recommend VJ Prashad. Yeah, Gerald Ford uh, is Gerald also Horn. Yeah. believe that the CIA does not. Yeah. I, I, I... No, I just want to say thank you to you guys for that answer. Uh, I put all those in my notes, and thank you guys, you know, for the work that you do on this channel. Um, like I said, I'm from suburban Northeast Ohio and yeah. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a history graduate and, you know, like I can't even, people talk about cancel culture, like blah, 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 cancel culture. Like I can't even say what I think aloud at the dinner table. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you know, I'm constantly censoring myself. So, you know, I don't, I don't have access to these type of friends or conversation. So I really appreciate, uh, you know, what this channel has turning into and all the work you guys do. Um, I'm just very thankful. So absolutely, and yeah. I would say, I what happens is, yep. That's the next step is learning and you know progressing beyond the white history college student that just yells at the sky, you know. <laughs> so uh, you know, I don't want to be that person. So so that's those are the next steps, and uh, I appreciate the feedback. Um, um, right. I also, if you yeah. follow me on Twitter, I'm detachable. Like, all right, hey, can you hear me? Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> Um, all right. So, yeah, I, I wanted to sort of extend the same discussion that, that we brought up, and it brings to me a certain kind of um, conundrum. Like all of the all of the texts that y'all mentioned are are sort of essential, right? Um, from Vijay Prashad to Aim Cesaire, uh, our Europe underdeveloped Africa. Uh, Andre Gunderfrank is another one. Uh, I. I hesitate, though, in these times when I'm sort of thinking about uh, the text that came out of high modernity, when when sort of European imperialism was at its apogee, and how much uh, scholarship from those times actually translates to this kind of a fragmented reality that we have inherited from sort of this this kind of desiccation of empire right um and so what you have here is is perhaps not a question of what are 
canons should be in terms of sort of educating ourselves, but actually how to perhaps approach them and how to reach them. And um, I I hesitate in taking sort of even marks uh, in as scripture, right? And there's a tendency amongst uh, amongst left circles. I, I know definitely I went to the University of Texas at Austin where <laughs> uh, it was an extremely progressive school in many respects. And uh, uh, there's a sense of, of, of scripture about sort of uh, these, these left canons. And I think, I, I, I think there's a way to read these in terms of not taking them, uh, reading them in their time, but perhaps sampling from them and being creative and thinking about how they might apply to our times because they don't quite apply in the same way because what Marx is sort of talking about or what even uh, people like Fanon are, are encountering is, is empire at its at its at its most brutal, as at its most uh, confident uh, in the culture of high modernity, and what we're getting is kind of like um, the rigor mortis of empire, of European empire. And I'm wondering what what your thoughts are on that. How we can sort of sample from it and be creative about it, and create our own rhythms around these classical texts that speak to a different time. I mean, I, I think modern sort of, I think if that's what you're saying, what I find, I've gone back to some, and I think that that comes people to read widely. And those are great white dudes and expounded on, bring, brought in amazing mm-hmm. work. And so, absolutely. I, I think, like for some people, they're... No, I, I absolutely agree. And I, I, guess, I guess the, the difference is between sort of, uh, I was just um, perhaps reacting to sort of the idea that of course we need to understand history, right? We of course need to understand. And uh, we read Marx say, with Dickens, right? We read Marx with Engels and we read Marx with Elizabeth Gaskell to actually understand exactly sort of um, what are they responding to? What are the life worlds they are responding to? And I'm just sort of thinking about, we not only need to understand what these great thinkers were responding to in their time, to ask the question, but also to ask the question, not what somebody 150 years ago can tell us about our time, right? And just simply import that across temporalities, but actually sort of to say, well, if this guy with the same ethical moral project um, was alive today, what would capital look like today if written in 2020, right? Or 2022. And I think that might be a because, because, you know, the, the, <laughs> slave societies and 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 Dalit societies and and enslaved societies and Palestinians they have they have really had to not had access to scripture right uh in in many in many ways right whether it is scriptures of resistance or scriptures of uh of, of the master as it were and so what you do is you take snippets you steal your fugitive and you take bits and pieces and you create poetry, right? Your access to the community is through poesis. It's through creativity, through sampling. And, and that's always been the, the, the literature of the op- oppressed, right? Not to hold anything constant, but to constantly be on the move and sort of uh, create one's own <laughs> literature, whether one is in, in, in Northeast Ohio or, or in, in Kansas, or, or, or in Atlanta, Georgia, where sort of I, I live. And, and so I'm just thinking about one has to be agile and one has to make sure that perhaps um, what keeps internal cohesion, these, these texts, scriptural texts, become a factor of cohesion amongst uh, 
certain communities, right? So we on the left, uh, these are, of course, touchstones for us, right? These are texts that we sort of perhaps go back to for answers in, in many ways. And, and but, but factors of internal cohesion can become also factors of, uh, that, that prevent um, expansion, as it were. And so one has to be agile. One has to sort of figure out how to speak uh, in different languages and be able to translate and, and, and sort of riff off of materials and sort of, you know, so, so, so that's everywhere you are. <laughs> uh, these conditions are right there. All the things you need in order to understand your time and your space are right in front of you right uh it's in the in the sodexo workers struggle it's in the uh, uh you know sort of the people who mobilize in the summer of 2020 in the streets of atlanta it's sort of it's already there you just have to learn how to see right and the method is what you extract rather than sort of perhaps really needing to figure out in grand detail which requires a certain kind of a um, facility of time and effort uh and access what was going on in, in say, Europe uh, 150 years ago? Well, I think that, I think that, so dialectical understanding that, that everything, that is the very in Marxism, mm -hmm. which is that everything, mm -hmm. and so right. when, we, when we start from that, the, the, the basicism is that we, the other, the, uh, the only thing is that agile, the, I find sense of knowledge and really? shared, shared, the reason for that is that arise in all kinds of, um, that energy co-opted or dispersed yep. if it's mm -hmm. not kind of organized to actually affect. So that is the, I think, outrage and anger and take this injustice anymore. That is the driving force, but that needs conditions of the time out. And I think that the goal, the best, you know, I'm not going to say communism, Marxism, at least the Marxist thing of what, to take that energy, that raw energy change, that is the goal. So it's not to negate that. It's not to favor by the by, but it's sort of like understand Darwin's medical processes. So it's sort of like mm -hmm. the base of observ observing uh, synthesis, the fundamental, and then we we have to take that and apply it to our own, um, doing uh, the the breakfast uh, the breakfast uh, program that the Black Panthers yep. uh, instituted, yep. right? In, in, in yep. some cases, people are doing a lot of youth movements, exactly. even though you know they might not. Be. Well, it takes different strategies at different times and different But in order how to size, that is I think crucial. But yes, no, we condition. That would definitely... Hugh, do you have anything to... Dogma. It's only revisionism. Mm -hmm. That's much different that what was this and social baggage society to do, and does it jive when we just, like, cast aside, making sure that we update them as necessary, the text said, at a, that, that's almost... Because um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I am self. But is, I... I well, thank you so much. I, I'm gonna thank you so much for the engagement. I'm gonna I'm gonna let y'all speak, but thanks, y'all. Sure, sure, absolutely. No, but you're always yeah. free. Like, I, I had a thought of it in chat. Come on, now, come on back. Or... Hey guys, what's up? Can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. I, I, okay, first of all, um, I want to give a shout out to Q for one simple reason: the work um, you've been doing with um, some Nigerian ladies in diaspora for um, African brothers in Ukraine, trying to cross through the border. I've been following that shit a lot because um, I realize it's one of those things that we're not talked about a lot, and I really, really do appreciate that because you know, no one really gives a fuck about the global south most of the times and it's it's nice to see that yeah. um okay so i have like four topics in mind 
Um, the first part is uh, questions in mind. First one is power. The second thing is um, blockchain. Um, the third is about why I feel the word leftism or left is, I mean, sorry for anyone else. I feel it's nonsensical in some sense. And then the last part is about Sankara, Thomas Sankara and um, sex work. So I, um, I, I, everything is a journey to me. I believe everything is a journey and, you know, you take your time to understand where you are that journey and you keep on going and, you know, looking at the past. I see myself more as a Pan-African communist. And for a very long time, I struggled to call myself a communist until I actually um, started reading up on UQ. You're the one that actually made me decide, okay, this this is what it is. This is what it should be. I mean, I feel like a lot of us have been communists since we were kids. I feel like kids are communists and they don't even know they are for most of the time, you know, because like a kid wants everyone to be happy. I mean, they can be annoying sometimes because they're kids and they're curious, but they want everyone to be happy. They want everyone to have this. They want, you know, and I feel like most kids are um, taking away the, the nurture, the environment. They, are, they, they want to help everyone. And I feel like kids are naturally communists, which is nature by itself should be communist because nature is all loving and all giving and there's balance to it and all that. Um, okay, so about power. So I I feel personally, I feel um, we can acquire power in two different ways, economic power or people power. The problem with economic power is that it rests on, on who has the most capital. And most times who has the most capital, you know, in a fucked up world as we are as capitalists, and they're able to... Um, a, like you know do what they need to do quickly to get what they need to get done so quickly now you have people power you know when people come together all small small bunch of people come together and then we are able to like uh, say okay this is what we want the problem i have had over and over looking at these two scenarios is that it's faster to organize around economic power it is harder to do it with people power because of you know the financial constraints most times because and and putting so like how am i trying to explain i'm trying to give i don't think i've seen a text on this or maybe i haven't read enough to say a text on this when there's some person with economic power let's say jeff bezos or whatever now he has he could order like five or six assassins or some shit i mean he doesn't need to do that to take out i don't know a competitor i'm just giving an example but if a group of people who have no financial stuff no um training to I don't know, go into a war zone or nothing. It takes them time to train. So I've always had a problem um, trying to find a way, at least in the notes I keep, how to keep people power cohesive. And I think another thing about people power is also the need to, for there to be a leader. I, I think when there's one leader, there's a problem. When that face is known, you talk about MLK, Malcolm X, and every every person has been popular, uh, Sankara, everyone from any place. And I always had a problem when it's just one person. When it's just one person, that person gets killed or some shit, then everything goes to shit. And I, I feel that's always been a problem with people power, but that's one part. Um... The second part is about blockchain. So, as I said before, I follow, you know, I look at your stories and all of that. And then I was, I was, I was, I was trying to understand why you had a bit of a problem with blockchain, which I get why you do. But coming from the global south where I am, okay, so like our currency is shit, um, transferring um, money back and forth between our, our families and friends in the, in, in the diaspora can be very hard. I understand the problem with Bitcoin. It's shitty. I understand. I understand the consumption. I understand everything. 
But if you're looking at blockchain itself, forget about Bitcoin, forget about everything, and forget understand um, the decentralization part of it, even if it is not really decentralization, because it's more like police centralization as it is right now. Because I have a problem with the way it's designed. And one of the reasons I'm trying to be really good and learn more about um, tech and trying to better at it at some point, I hope to contribute to that in a more socialist, communist kind of way at some point. Hopefully that works out. But what I'm trying to say is this. Um, blockchain at its core, for me, is it, hell, it, it says that everyone, it has a kind of, it has a kind of like everyone to his needs should take from what they can, okay? I, you, you can like give away like Bitcoin and all that, and all, but yeah, there, there, there are some projects or maybe a few projects, let me not say, because most of them are pump and dump bullshit scheme that are useful to a lot of people, like especially in the, in the global south or down like in Africa specifically, if I'm saying, because this shit has helped us. Like, okay, I'm from Nigeria. So like during the NSAS, I know how if you, you knew anything about the NSAS when we were protesting our government, even though we got fucking killed and shit. But this shit helped us to circumvent like the bank, central bank, and be able to take care of the needs of people and food and medical and stuff like that, you know? So I just want to have your perspective on blockchain. So that's the second one. Then left, the left, leftism stuff. I feel, sorry to anyone that's listening, I feel it's, people are afraid, and I understand why they're afraid. I, I, get, I get it. I mean, I was afraid for a long time. But I feel like the whole right and left of, like, it blocks, it models the waters. I feel like, say what you mean and mean what you say. Just say what you mean. Like the word left basically means from anything liberal to to the to the father's part or something like communism or whatever. And I, I just I really have a problem with it. And maybe that's just me personally and that's something I should have to deal with. But I feel like it's it's modest waters. Like if you're liberal, say you're liberal. If you're socialist, say you're just just say what you mean. I mean what you say. So I don't I don't know. I guess that's me, but that's once again. Um, and then the last part is about uh, Thomas Sankara and sex work. Um, I come from a place that is hyper-religious in the worst form of it. And I'm talking about when they are beating your gods away from you. Because I'm also, um, I don't know how to describe my own spirituality. And I don't call it spirituality, but I just call it spirituality. It's more metaphysical to me, but... When your gods have been beaten away from you, the old gods you came and you know they pushed all the Abrahamic gods into you, and now you're you're trying to find your roots back and all of that. And in a hypersensitive place where I come from, we we do not. It's it's you have the whole misandry and misogyny and all of that. Like a woman's body is a woman's body belongs to the man, blah blah, and all of that. So like I was looking at, uh, I just started reading uh, um, Thomas Sankara's book. Um, but how he talked about sex workers, and I really liked what he said. But I think for me, I don't know if there's anyone that's a sex worker here, that's a communist or socialist, and about how um, about how sex work can evolve in a communist state. Like how how do you see sex work being in con in a communist state? Like, I guess that's the main thing I want to say. So yeah, that's all. I think I've talked too long. Sorry, guys. Uh, yeah. Okay. Um... I got what you're saying, but I also want to make sure Okay, that sorry. Uh, that was a lot. I'm addressing, yeah, the, right, I'm addressing the right issue with the right question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so, so the first one, I will, let, let, me, let me just ask one by one, and just so that if I think I modded up, modded it up too much. So the first one, I was talking about power. I was saying, how do we, how, what do you think is the best way for us to keep people power cohesive? Like, like, because I'm trying to differentiate power in two forms, economic power and people power. I'm saying, how do we make the people's power cohesive to the point that if 
someone who is noted as a leader of a movement or nothing is killed or whatever, which is usually the case because those fuckers won't let shit go well. Um, how do we keep people power intact? So let's just answer that one first and, you know. Do you want to take that? I can't speak to have that is bizarre that will happen being dragged kick the how i i think that that has to begin to see that happen because i i, I think but it's going to happen uh, both power is that african but uh have in which is that that the um stop the endless conflict resources etc um was by africa has it's not enough to establish there also has to be the end country to the other. And that is with, from China Exeter financing without struggling that they don't have to change drastically, liberalize, qualify for the law, simply apply, build railroads, build roads, that whereas now everything is shipped off of the continent. Uh, and then on uh, Africa, if it's water resource, please. Africa has laughable resources in Africa and supply for the rest and of power. I think what is possible, especially in the African continent, some of it has been, but I think nations have just hyper North Africa, Africa, and Latin America, um, Latin American economy, that African country. I don't think that Canada have any power. I think that if, if like, period of oppressed nations actually, come, it is as uh, power is going that uh, in its present form, yeah. That makes sense. That makes sense. I, I agree with that. That's 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 very reasonable. I get what you mean. Um, okay, let me just go to the next question because I know other people want to talk. Um, blockchain. So about blockchain, I don't know if you got um, a bit of what I said. I think when we talk about blockchain, the first thing that comes to mind is Bitcoin and NFTs and all of that. And I I think we live in a society that has a very short attention span, which I don't blame anyone for mostly because. As capitalists, you know, the whole hustle and grind mentality. No one thinks of rest as something that should be given because when you're able to rest, um, it, the rest is actually very important. You know, it helps you heal and all of that. So what I'm trying to say about blockchain is this. Down in the global south, specifically, I'm talking about Africa, the West African region. Um, this stuff has helped us a lot in bypassing a lot of our, you know, fucked up governments in the way they uh, kill people and shit and froze, freeze accounts because you're protesting and stuff like that. Um, I understand the the um, the pushback against it because most of it is pump and dump shit, but most of it is, is bullshit. But I'm saying if you strip away Bitcoin, you strip away most of the shitty things and you look at blockchain itself, as a decentralized entity, even though it's not really decentralized because the way it's designed, it's not really decentralized. It's more poorly centralized because of the way mining is done. If you're using the proof of stake or proof of work, that's that's a whole other gibberish and all that. But what I'm trying to say is that we are socialists or communists or people who want the world to be better because that's where this all boils down to take out the fancy terms. The people that want everyone to have everything equally as much as possible and those who don't believe and um, people should be able to get what they have. So I'm saying, how can we make socialism communists? If not um, be going toward the block, like going to the present kind of blockchains around, develop theirs. Because I think I remember seeing something on Twitter about someone saying that why is it not a socialist communist app or something? And I know it takes time. I know the logistics are crazy and it's it's it's, it's maddening and it's probably very hard. But I feel like it's something we can start from somewhere. But that's different. So I'm not talking about the app. I'm talking about 
us building our own currency to some extent and moving money. And what's also interesting about China banning uh, crypto is that they still are working on the blockchain technology. I feel a lot of people who uh, follow China don't talk about that, even Russia too. And and it's just interesting to me, no one talks about that. And I understand as a communist, most communists are not attracted to money. They just want to be comfortable, to care for their family. They want to be able to put food on the table, the basic shit of life. All this fucking greedy bullshit doesn't matter to most of us. But I, I understand why we're not attracted to that part. But we not taking our space and taking a foothold in the blockchain space allows this fucking fascist to take hold of that spot. And, and, and the thing with people is that when they see a lot of people are in one spot, they get turned off for me they don't look at what makes this what it is how does this function can this benefit my people so i'm talking as someone from the global south who has used this and this has saved me and my family in so many instances and um, i understand the pushback but i'm just saying how do you think we can demystify um the meat of not trying to access blockchain and use the potential uh, usefulness of it Oh, I, I don't know anything about blockchain. <laughs> I mean, I know a little bit. I, I, I my only thing would be, uh, doesn't it rely on uh, that's run by the bourgeois capitalists anyway? It's kind of like having a little commune in the park, you know. And it's like, great, you got your con, uh, but doesn't he and waste man, you know, the uh, bourgeois state? Yeah. So this one thing I've noticed a lot. Every time we talk about blockchain, people conf- uh, people uh, conflate uh, blockchain with Bitcoin. Bitcoin, every every of them work on a different kind of system. Bitcoin works um, uh, proof of it's worth some proof of work. Proof of work consumes a lot of electricity, which there's a lot of reasons why it's bad, and I completely understand that. But there are other methods of algorithm of processing or of validating um, currency transfer and all of that. And the, most of what people use is um, the proof of uh, proof of work, the proof of stake story. And one one um, blockchain, look, just for today, even though the person who brought out the who is in charge of the the, the blockchain itself is a little bit, eh, I don't know, I feel like it's a social democrat in Argentina. And when you have your time, you guys should go out and look at um, Algorand. Um, it's very energy free. The consumption rate is actually okay. And there are some that are scam coins. You have like Solana and all that shit. Because I'm really into Bitcoin. It's like something, I say Bitcoin, <laughs> I'm really into blockchain. Because it's something I really want um, the the global south to, to take a foothold of. And it's something I want to, because for me, it, it felt like an, an avenue to bypass the dollar bypass the power of the dollar it has on us like create something else do something else and i i feel like it's something that we can explore i mean i feel maybe not everyone is read up on it as much as that so um yeah i I just feel it can be useful that's all that's all i mean if no one has anything to say about it personally you know something that okay 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 no problem no problem i'll share it how do you how do you share it here you're very, very low, Q. Hardly oh, yeah, sorry. Like sh- we should have our Twitter. Yourself. So, yeah. Uh, and uh, I, I guess we'll have to... Yeah. Sorry? I will, I will. I'll, I'll, I'll send a DM. Yeah, you can, can read up on it and see. Yeah. There's a room at, if you, like, click on the little boxes. On oh. The, where, 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 oh, okay. I'll, I'll find it. I don't know. It looks funny looking on this Android app. Um, and I'll try and find it and I'll send at the very least I'll send it to the Twitter DM so you can read up on it and come up with your own ideas and see what um, what you think could how it feels or what you think it could be okay Um, the third question I was talking about left or the word leftism and this is just me and probably my bias to some extent 
I, 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 don't, I like when people are specific about things. I don't like when people model things. And I understand being someone who's new to the world of socialism or communism or whatever, you might be scared to say what you are. Because what I have a problem with the left. It's almost like the way I have a word, the word progressive. Progressive is such a very... Like, are you progressing to fascism or are you progressing to communism? It's such a... Uh, it can mean anything and th- th- that's that's why i have the problem with the left like, I'm, I'm the left of the left i'm like w- what the fuck is the left like this left and right shit is it's, it's such bullshit to me but that's just me and uh, i'm sorry if that sounds a little bit harsh to other people listening so i just feel like what do you think do you think it's a word we should try to move away from that's what what is the left i think it's I used very broadly yeah. that's all yeah. i'll say the remnant of french and the left is me right wing Kind of how a lot of people see it, but the lady. but on the other too obsessed with you know there's all kinds of crit- I would say good some so it, it's become a um, uh, the way I see it a little tiny if you are not anti Christian but uh, you know language lady. so what does it mean I don't know I such a positive comes to oh shoot sorry uh, no. uh, where it comes to uh, blockchain um I was a lot uh, however the last I can see uh, have to abide completely detached crypt there has been if you're not using a, your computer hard drive, transferring without those, which can work around for that. Yeah, I, I get what you're trying to say. I get what you're trying to say. It's um, uh, the problem usually is that you have to buy most of your currencies from the exchanges and then put it in your wallet, whether you're using a hot, hot wallet or a cold wallet. So most of the wallets that are used on the crypto exchanges are the hot wallets, and the ones where you keep on your hard drive or you know write on the paper, those are cold wallets. Like they're not easily um um. Uh, how do I put it? Um, easily accessible by an outer party. I, I think people are working on that. Like they are trying to create like off ramps where because the problem usually comes in converting your cryptocurrency into fiat. Fiat, you know, um, your local currency, dollar, pounds, whatever, whatever you are using. I think that's where the problem is. And I, I believe in the future, in the future, there's something is gonna work around. Uh, we're gonna be able to work around that. That's why I really hope that out there, socialist programmers, um, socialist uh, communist programmers everyone like we need our own power we need our people power we need our economic power and it's really important because if we really want to do the things we need to do we need to have some sort of economic power that's that's me when i brought it up um yeah so let me just go for the final one and i'm done it's taking almost everyone's time sorry um i was the, the, the final one is i was talking about reading about sankara but apart from that i was like how do people see sex work um when communism definitely it's come to pass i believe that maybe not in my lifetime but i hope to live through it through my kids and my grandkids and um, my family and people that just in the same fate as me uh when communism comes to fruition how do you see sex how does sankara see it how does sankara see it um sankara so far i haven't read uh all of it yet sankara was talking about sex workers I understand where he was coming from. That's why dialectical materialism is always important. I understand where he was coming from. He was talking about it in terms of the people who control uh, the sex trade, uh, you know, the capitalists and how they want to use women's body and profit off of it and all of that. I got it, but this is, for me personally, this is where I see sex work. And it's not going to be sex work in my head. I feel it's going to be more like sex therapy in some sense because if we go back to when we were teenagers the main reason why we started juggling or jumping into porn was more or less curiosity 
And the human mind is always curious. I mean, most of us, I believe, are curious. I, I feel like it's going to be some kind of form of sex therapy for those who have a problem with sex, uh, for people who have a problem with intimacy issues. It's going to be, re I, I feel like it's going to be really, um, I don't know, ethical. I don't know how to define it, but that's how I feel. I feel like sex work is going to be more sex therapy to me if when communism comes through, because there's no need for the financial part of it. But I guess there are people who do love, you know, everyone has their own kink and fetishes and stuff. Like, you can't, you can't blame anyone. I have my own kinks and, and, I, I mean, it's crazy if I say that. But I'm just saying, like, I think people, some people are going to like being in that sense of being uh, a very big, long discussion that, that uh, I can. Um, so I have some thoughts, uh, and what I will say is that this is not really, um, but overall, um, for, I'd say a few, a few things. First of all, I think to talk about how things are, I think it's pointless. It's literally like thousands of years away, guys. We, if you had asked somebody a thousand years ago, how things are, they would have told you all kinds of shit that would not be. Well, I mean, if you so, asked somebody a thousand years ago. It, yeah, I'm like, yeah, what? <laughs> yeah. So I think that it's really dangerous. And I'm talking about people on all sides of this. I think it's actually very to talk about what sex work is going to be yeah. like. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, I think the second. Um, yeah, sorry, let me just finish. Here. Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead, go ahead. Um, no, no, it's OK. And and what I what I find is that and I'm not saying that's what you're doing, Save, but I'm saying that there's it's a waste of fucking time. And all it does is it derails condition that needs to happen. Right. Which is what do we do now? People who are being exploited. I don't care about sex therapy. You know, right? That is not, I concern, I'm concerned about workers. I'm concerned about the people who are doing work. I'm not concerned about uh, the people who are consuming other people's bodies or work. I'm concerned about workers. That implies to the sex industry, to the fast food, to the mining industry. You, it's great if you enjoy diamonds. I care about the people mining for diamonds. As a communist, that's my concern. So for me, as a communist, my concern is people and how many of them are being actually exploited. Yes, there's a certain percentage of people who are very privileged, who live in the suburbs and get want whenever they want. That is not the majority of people. And those are the people that I care about. Right now, what needs to happen is decriminalization of people who are providing and protection, legal protection, so that they can continue to do with their life, what they want with their lives, their, the minors who are dependent on them, use. That's what I'm concerned about. I don't care what happens in the thousand years. You know, for me, that's, a, that's one of those fantasies that uh, I think is a waste of time. I care about what's happening right now. Go ahead, Q. Oh, I was just going to, I don't know, be like hypothetical blank. Now, I do, I do, under, under communism, um, K-pop will be the, if the anthem, is, but when we, I don't think, I don't know, it's almost like getting the socialist calculation, you know, and I, I've even seen, you know, well, how do you, what's important right now is being with right now, not, hey, in your fantasy scenario, after, uh, how is everything, why is that, it's a thought exercise that I, heightens, I get that, like, I get that people have a, uh, I don't know, and I, I, as I understand, uh, and yeah, true. I, I myself, now I'm not, I don't, oh, now it's, it's just, like, I don't have a, I think we're a uh, problem here is that these are not matters, but they are matters. Societies, uh, you know, along with most rapid, there is also the massive child prostitution by drug. I so am, am I, am I saying that that's. Like that, that I think that our and, and all of that is not going to abandon without gradually going. So, to yeah, me, I agree with you guys. The only reason, yeah, it's a
No, I agree with you guys. The only reason I brought it up was because uh, I'm currently reading the book, The Women's Liberation and the African Freedom Strong by Thomas Sankara. So I was like, let me just add this and see what it's like. I also believe in being in the present and being mindful of stuff. So I was just trying to see uh, what someone else thought. It's not like I wake up every day thinking about, oh, what's going to happen when this happens. So that was all. So, you know, I get what you guys are saying. So. You know, I appreciate that, and I think that that's there's nothing wrong with having. I'm, I wasn't uh, uh, trying to like stop you from bringing it up. I just was saying it wasn't my frustration more at these sort of mm-hmm. endless friggin' debates I've seen. On yeah, Twitter, yeah, yeah. You know, where I get people what you mean. concoct mm-hmm. like, like yeah, like you said, socialist math. You know, don't like. Have you gone out and talked to your neighbors? Have you ever like, unionized your workplace? Because I mean, mm-hmm. we are like not even like at step like zero point five, like five thousand six. You know what I mean? Like, to me, not yeah. you, I'm saying a lot of people out there, that's yeah. the dick energy that I feel. And you know what? I told you what I stand for, decriminalization of the people who are in the street, across the board. Mm-hmm. I'm for yeah. protection of all people who are in the board. So, um, like, for me, there's no question, there's no debate. I'm not penalized. Mm-hmm. I absolutely not. As far as the ethics motion, I think that is a longer debate. I think you touched True. on it a little bit. On it. I do think that there are different with it, but I am not in a position. And that mm-hmm. that whole debate, I think, has, yeah. you know, once yeah, people true. are once people are forced into it or addicted or trafficked and mm-hmm. all of that, then we can. Have, if you don't have to worry about money and what you like to do is, you know, mm-hmm. help people through this, shouldn't. But I mean, that's what I mean about, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and that sure, what sure, I feel sure. is that we, like the 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 majority of the people who are in this, you know, people, they're they're actually been across the global south, poor poor countries, right, who are being like absolutely generations and killed in mm-hmm. many cases. And and so that to me is the bigger. Um, but I mean, I think as a as a. Yeah. Oh yeah, I get you guys. I get you guys. Um, what this? Hi, man. Later, thanks, guys. On two hours. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm, they, mm-hmm. And you have to yeah, I got to go over and do some um, little things for walk, stuff, but it's it's been nice. It's really been nice being here. Um. Nah, so, yeah. First. Well, um, this was a great first uh, show. I thought um, your volume's a little low, but we'll work on that. Um, hey, yeah, MVX Chad, and Mason. How is? Oh no, it's okay. Um, but otherwise, I thought it was great. Thank you to our comments and uh, everyone who come, came up. I mean, good food for thought, and I hope you'll come back. Um, you know, personally, I've been hosting and co-hosting these Twitter spaces. Gave me the sense that I feel kind of call-in show is really important uh, because we're all kind of grappling with in a way that's yeah. unmediated by, you know, bourgeois academia. So that's why I'm hoping between us and us. Thank you, Q. You're always an inspiration.